this episode is tough for me. If this is the soap you use or used with your babies, that is okay. I'm right there with you. It does not make you a bad mom. When we know better, we do better, right? That's part of being clean and conscious shoppers. So give yourself a little grace as you listen to this episode. Let's go. Welcome to Clean and Conscious Beauty, the podcast for all things toxin-free. I am your host, Kimberly Osborne, a wife, first grade teacher, clean beauty executive, and mom to two teenage daughters. I didn't grow up crunchy, so this lifestyle is something I've had to grow into, so I completely understand if you don't know where to start. I have been there. Join me each week as I share educational resources and information to help you navigate all things green. Clean products, conscious lifestyle. Let's go beauties. Hello everybody. I hope you're having a glorious day. Today's episode is a little sad, but it does end with a happy ending. So I am glad for that. Um, When my daughter Alyssa was first born, We had stocked up on the products that we planned on using for things like bath time. And guess what we ended up using? Uh, Johnson and Johnson's. And as you may have heard, um, this brand has been criticized over the years um, for the harmful ingredients that are, that are in their products. And they're actually uh, facing a lawsuit and, um, they're losing this battle. Frankly, a lot more people's eyes have been opened and are starting to make some changes. So Johnson's was the only thing that I wanted to use. They told me it was safe and gentle for my sweet newborn. So I used it um, regularly. I had all of the products and they used it even in the hospital. I did not realize that they can legally make pretty much any claim about their product even if they know it is false. Um, And that's how it works for many of these companies that are out there. And that is what we call greenwashing. Um, They advertise that they are safe or natural and clean, and then it ends up not being the case. So um, the best way to protect yourself is to read ingredient labels and learn about those individual ingredients. So back to my story, of course, we used the same products with Megan when she came along and not knowing about the dangers of the ingredients in these products. Uh, this was early 2000s. So for both the girls, their entire early childhood lives, they were bathed in Johnson's soap and had Johnson's lotion rubbed all over their bodies and Johnson's de- tangler sprayed in their hair and now they are 17 and 13 and I am just shook you know um so what can I say when I find something I like I am loyal to the brand and let's face it guys it smells so good (laughs) am I right I mean really um it wasn't until It's been a little over a year that I learned about all the harmful ingredients in these products and they were literally right in front of my face. So I'm going to give you, um, about five different parts or five different and harmful ingredients 
that are in those products. Now there, there's a huge list. It goes on and on with the harmful ingredients that are in those products, but I'm just going to share the ones that I found just in the products that we used to use. Um, so let's do this. All right. Up first, we have PEGs, PPGs. These are ingredients um, that are ethoxylated with carcinogenic ethylene oxide that can result in 1,4-dioxane, which is a known carcinogen. Now you're going to hear the word carcinogen a lot with um, a lot of the harmful ingredients that I talk about. And a carcinogen is a cancer-causing ingredient. So this just, I have chills right now because it makes me sad to think that in our hospitals, we were putting cancer causing ingredients on our newborn babies. And, um, we felt like that was okay. Number two is phenoxyethanol. You're going to see this in a lot of clean brands, believe it or not. So this is a preservative that was created, um, because of the harmful preservatives that were in products. This was one that was created to be safer. Okay. It's created though, through the reaction of corrosive phenol and carcinogenic ethylene oxide. So again, carcinogens, we don't want those. It's listed also as a core allergen by the American Society of Contact Dermatitis, even at low concentrations. So um, even like 1%, let's say it's got 1% or 0.5% of chance at harming you, it is still something we do not need in our products. The third one is fragrance. And this is the real kicker friends. This out of, if there's anything that you take from what you learned today, I hope that you remember fragrance. Um, fragrance is really an umbrella loophole that can legally contain thousands of harmful chemicals without a company actually having to disclose what they are. So even if they know those ingredients that make up their fragrance are harmful, they do not have to share what they are. All they have to do is slap the word fragrance on the label and no one is going to know. So anytime you see the word fragrance or perfume, stay away from those products. There are ways to get a natural fragrance in your products and that is with the use of organic essential oils. So be cautious even if they say that they use essential oils, make sure that you find out where they are sourced from and they give you the exact ingredients that are in their fragrance. If they do not give you those exact ingredients, stay away. The next one, number four, is disodium EDTA. It's not harmful on its own, but it does help to increase absorption of other ingredients into your skin. So it's kind of like pushing those ingredients into your skin even more. So if you're adding this to any other ingredient in this list, yeah, that's a hard pass for me. I do not want another ingredient being put into my skincare that's going to help increase the absorption of the ingredients that are harmful. We don't, we do not need that. It is completely unnecessary to have this in products. And then the fifth one is just any other ethoxylated ingredient. And that's things like polysorbates or ingredients that end in ETH. 
These are formed through the ethoxylation process, and that can result in that 1,4-dioxane I was talking about, which is a known carcinogen, cancer-causing agent, okay? So those are the five that were right in those Johnson & Johnson products that I used, and um, it's just really sad that it took me this long to learn this, but because of my errors, I hope that we can make changes in our future generations um, by me sharing more about what is in those products and how to prevent purchasing those for our future generations. Um, but guess what? There are safer alternatives. There is a product line that I'm loyal to that has a uh, skincare line for children and babies. And so if you want to stay up to date with those, make sure that you follow my blog, Kimberly-Osborne.com. Also, you can check my website at cleanandconsciousbeauty.com and you will find some of those products there. So be well, friends, and I look forward to learning from you as well as we navigate this world and find safer products for our children. Thank you so much for listening to the Clean and Conscious Beauty Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again next week for more news, tips, and recommendations on clean beauty and overall health and wellness. Join my Facebook group, Clean and Conscious Beauty, and visit Kimberly-Osborne.com for more resources. Have questions or episode topic ideas? Tag me on Instagram with hashtag clean and conscious podcast, clean products, conscious lifestyle. Let's go beauties.